What's up, everyone? Welcome back to episode nine of the Quake Show Show, your pen baseball podcast. Today, we have an interview with alumni, Mr. Michael Green, who I was supposed to put out last week, but I had some issues with the file. So I actually had to re record the interview with him, and that'll be tagged at the back end of this episode. Only a few updates this week, had a lot to cover last week. So this week, the content isn't all too much. So we'll get right into it. The Fall World Series, the red team capped off their victory with a 3-2-1 series win over the blue team. Great series overall. Competition was high. All the games were close. It really seemed like the atmosphere was there. Um, I mentioned it in previous episodes, but the freshmen really had a great taste of what college baseball is all about, the atmosphere around it, and what to expect during games in the spring. You know, it really seems like the Quakers want to take care of that unfinished business in Ivy League play coming up in the spring of 2023. So really exciting times for the Quakers. And when the Fall World Series ended, that was sort of the end of Fall World. So we're going to get into the Michael John renovation project. That's going to be starting, you know, within the next couple of days, week at most. So I would think everything's going to start going going on over there. And uh, we'll have some cool content surrounding the progress that's made to the stadium as it's going on throughout the fall and through the early spring. Penn Baseball alumni, parents, and friends, a reminder to sign up for the team's annual Dinner on the Diamond event sponsored by the Breyer Family Foundation. The event will take place on Saturday, November 5th, starting at 5.30 p.m. To register or sponsor a student athlete or a table, please visit www.alumni.upenn.edu slash DOD 2022. You have to register by Friday, October 28th. So just in two days is when registration closes. All proceeds will go to help support Penn Baseball and our incredible student athletes as we vie for another Ivy League championship this season. And we look forward to seeing you on campus. So like I said, last day to register is the 28th. So two days from now or when the episode is releasing. Last but not least, I want to talk about our high school team camp, which is July 7th through 9th and July 28th through 30th next year in 2023. Obviously, if it was this year, I wouldn't be talking about it right now. It's a 16U event. Spots are available, but they're filling fast. And if you're interested in more information, please contact Mike Santello at santello at upenn.edu. That is S-A-N-T-E-L-L-O at upenn.edu to register or find out just more about the high school camps. Now, without further ado, let's get into our interview with Mr. Michael Green, Penn Baseball alumni, class of 1995, Ivy League champion, all-Ivy League player, Penn Baseball board member, and Hall of Famer. So just want to shout out Mr. Michael Green. Thank you for coming on to the show, and uh, hope you guys enjoy this episode. All right, everyone, I'm here with alumni, Mr. Michael Green. How are you today? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for joining me on the show. Uh, it's the second alumni interview we'll be featuring on the podcast. And, you know, just want to say thank you for what you do for the program, giving back the, um, to the team and all the different ways that you do, um, you know, since wrapping up your playing days in 1995. So first, I want to ask you, how did your time 
as a student athlete, like prepare you for the world? Obviously Penn's a prestigious university, um, but really what sort of, as a student athlete, how did that get you ready for post-grad? Oh, tough question, Hunter. Um, look, I think that baseball in general, because there's such a high failure rate, it's probably good for entrepreneurship because, you know, if you go over three or over two or strike out in your first at bat, you got to figure out what, what you need to do to pull yourself together to, to be poised and, you know, sort of your best self at the next shot. So, I, I mean, I think in general, competitive sports and certainly baseball teaches you how to fail. And in any entrepreneurship uh, or entrepreneurial venture, frankly, in business, uh, being able to fail and sort of be okay failing and poised and in control while you're doing it and to, to sort of get up and keep fighting is, is probably a skill. And so I think that, um, you know, competitive sports definitely does that and, and baseball in particular uh, in light of that. So, right. Because of the, such a high failure rate, it could really prepare you and teaches you how to deal with adversity in more ways than uh, other sports possibly can. So yeah. over your over the span of your uh, playing career, you compiled some really great personal numbers. Uh, so there's a 4.33 batting average in '93, which is sixth highest in program history. Uh, you were all Ivy League that year and '94, correct? Uh, '95. '95. So personal achievements. What does that mean for you? Sort of obviously the tough preparation and everything that you put into that. The, what do the personal achievements really mean for you? I don't, I don't know if they mean much. I mean, I think, you know, when you're there, you're just happy to be playing. And mm -hmm. so I think what it meant is that I got to play. Um, and if you're playing well, usually you get to keep playing. Although, you know, I actually had a, a slump my junior year a little bit and uh, didn't play as much. So I think that the personal achievements are fun you know, you sort of don't know when it's happening. You just sort of feel good at the plate. And, uh, I, you know, I always joke that, that you want to be at the, the, the sort of that mindset where you feel really good, where you're like, I dare you to throw a strike versus, mm -hmm. you know, there are certain guys, there's one guy in particular, I think I struck out three times in one game where someone owned me where you don't want to get up and you don't definitely don't feel that way. And, and I think, look, us winning is just a lot of fun. Going to the NCAA tournament was fun. Um, being part of that team was fun, even though we lost and, and personal achievements are fun, but more just because you, you sort of, it's a competitive sport and you feel a little safer that you get to keep playing and, and playing is fun. And so, you know, you've heard me talk about fun a lot and, you know, doing well is fun, playing is fun. And, and obviously if you can contribute to the team winning, it's, it's more fun. Um, right. So looking back, uh, all it does is remind me how bad of a player I am today compared to uh, what I was in college as I play and, you know, start, start out my league 0 for 18. But uh, what are you going to do? I'm just, just happy to be out there and have fun. Right. <laughs> so you mentioned winning and contributing to winning. Yeah. Lakers won the championship in 95 season, which was your senior year. Yeah. Was there a moment before, obviously, yes, you uh, were selected into the tournament. Was there a moment where you guys realized, like, this is a special group, this is somewhere we could go really far with this team. Um, I think the year before we had lost in like a, a playoff. And so we knew we had a really good team. And I think we were pretty frustrated um, from that loss as, as I know other teams have been close and lost in the last sort of series. So I think we knew we had the talent and, and, you know, just really wanted it. And I think there was a, a, a turning point in the season where, 
uh, you and I have joked that uh, one team member sent a letter that uh, inspired everybody, but um, I, I don't think there was necessarily one moment. I think we knew we were good and knew we had the talent. Mm-hmm. And um, when you play and, and you know when you're playing your potential and not your potential as a team and when you lose games, you feel like you shouldn't. And, and um, it, it was fun. You know, the, the, honestly, the, the most fun moment, and I don't know if you're asking me or not, is the day it smokes where they announce the brackets. Mm-hmm. I think more than even going to the tournament, like the <laughs> most fun is you've won the Ivy League and you all get together as a team and you're watching ESPN and they, they put up the brackets to where you're going to go and who you're going to play. That was probably the, the coolest moment of that thing, more so than even going to the tournament and actually playing. Uh, that was, it was very cool. It was very fun. And, and you know, the team worked hard. And, and back then, I don't know if it's the same now, but we had to win, not the Ivy League, but to go to the tournament, we had to then win in another uh, game series with Ryder. So it was, we didn't get an automatic bid because it was, there wasn't as many regionals. It was the equivalent of super mm-hmm. regional. So we had to play in a best of three series with Ryder and the winner of that went to the tournament. And so winning the Ivy League was great, uh, but winning that series against Ryder was awesome. And then obviously going to the tournament was, it was cool. It was fun. We, 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 we had a lot of fun. Yeah. So last year, right, in 2022, Quakers had a share at the regular season title, right? Basically tied with Columbia, but had the tiebreaker. So we hosted the Ivy League championship, but lost. Yeah. As someone who's been there before losing in the Ivy League championship and then rebounding next year, what's our one thing of advice that you would have for this year's team who's looking to rebound off of last year? I got no advice. Um, And you've heard me say this before too, is, you know, it's a privilege to be out there and get to play and, and how fun it is. And I think those of us that are older took for granted how much fun it was that your job on a weekend when you get on that bus, because there's no school on the weekend is to just play and have fun and, and do your best. And, you know, I think my advice and part of what I think John's talked about this team is guys that love the game, love working at it and love working hard because it's just fun, right? Whether you're messing around with, with um, playing pickle or, or, um, you know, different fungo, like you're just messing around because you love baseball and it's fun. So I think hopefully the, the team will take that joy of the game and keep working at it and, and hopefully things will go their way. But I think for me, the one advice is to just not take the opportunity for granted and how much fun it is. Cause when, when you're in regular life, you got a lot of other stuff to do. And when you're there, your only job is to do your best in school and to play baseball for fun. So I would urge every team member just have as much fun as they can and enjoy every minute of it. You were recognized, you know, at, for your personal achievements in the pen in the Penn Baseball Hall of Fame. What does that mean to you? And then has that sort of contributed to your desire to give back to the program? Because we know uh, you um, a huge supporter of recent projects with the program. So being in that you know Hall of Fame with players who have been a part of the baseball program for past 140 years what does that mean to you and has that you know can helped you or continued your interest in giving back to the program yeah I I don't think that I mean I'm honored to be recognized in in that hall of fame but but has nothing to do with my desire to to contribute I think again those of us that played that aren't in it that are out of playing recognize how special that time was and for me all the different events that Penn Baseball has to engage the alumni when I feel emotionally connected to the program, it makes me want to give. Cause I remember, you know, even if I sit across from you, one of our, my ex teammates was here, 
I start laughing and like my face hurts from smiling so much because they'll tell some story about a coach or about something silly a player did or something stupid I did. And like, it's just fun. And remembering those moments and connecting with those moments, you know, reminds me how much fun it was and, and reminds me how special it was and wants to get back so that other players can have those opportunities and make the program as strong as it can with the best equipment, best facilities, and, you know, emotionally connecting the program and unlocking those feelings for me remind me that, you know, I, owe, I feel like at least my, all, my whole professional life to Penn, mm-hmm. uh, Penn baseball was a big part of that. And so if I can, you know, help create that experience for somebody else, you know, it, it feels really good to contribute, but honestly being, whether I was in the hall of fame or not in the hall of fame, uh, has nothing to do with, you know, my feeling lucky and feeling like it's, it's my job and obligation to get back to the program and create the best experience for, for the, for the players that come after us. Sure. So as well as being in the hall of fame, you're also on the baseball sports board. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what's that reaction for? <laughs> I am, I am okay. on the board. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we have obviously a bunch of different donation events throughout the year, dinner on the diamonds coming up, um, as well as golf outing that we do in the spring. But there's also an alumni game that I don't think has been played in the in recent years, but I heard you played at the last one. I did. I love the alumni game. They, they used to promise us that we were going to get to face the players. And every year that that was supposed to happen, we got rained out. And I'm sure we would all go 0 for 3 with 3Ks if we faced some <laughs> kid throw a 90, let alone one of the lefties for me throw a 90. But um, yes, I think it'd be really fun to play against the current team and mess around and again, be out there and, and run around and get loose and, and face some pitching. Um, we've done other events where we play at other alumni and that is equally fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just again, being on the field, when I, I talk about giving it to unlocking those, those feelings of what it was like to be there and the fact that we can go and actually play on the field unlocks those feelings. So I personally think, and I've, I've said this to, to York and I don't know if people believe me that if the more we get alumni playing, the more they're going to give because mm-hmm. it reminds you of those days and how much fun it was. And, and it sort of inspires you to the joy that you had to, to give back and, and reward that joy. So no, there hasn't been a game two years in a row. It got rained out uh, this year, dinner on the diamonds in November, like it's too mm-hmm. cold, feels being ripped up. So I, I still vote that dinner on the diamond future years needs to go back to like the third or fourth week in September when the sun is still out and we can get on the field and there's less like chance for, for rain. Yeah. Uh, but, but I'm lucky that uh, every now and then when I'm, when I'm around, York will throw me some BP or, or let me step into the cage uh, to at least have some fun. So yeah. th- they're very gracious uh, with their time, both York and the players always, whenever we're around campus. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll, uh, I'll talk to York, see if we can get that event moved back up for the next year or whatever. And uh, we'll have you come back down and hit some BP on the new field or whatever. That you would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned breaking ground at Michael John, right? So yeah. that's starting this week. Uh, so yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. So we just wrapped up fall ball um, Saturday. It was our last okay. practice of the fall world series. Coach D. Maria's team um, sort of smoked Coach Santella's team three to one in the series. But they're, start, they're starting uh, renovation, the whole project. That's going down starting within the next couple of days. Uh, to a week or so as an alumni right what does it mean to have your former team 
now have this like state-of-the-art facility with the turf, with the new dugouts, with that pitching development center. What does that mean to you and sort of all of this hard work and fundraising with Coach York sort of come to fruition? I mean, I just think it's, it's very special. And, um, you know, for those that love the game and want to work, having a place to do it and be able to go down and not have to, you know, go in the annex at midnight and break in and hit under low light to be able to have facilities to actually improve your game and get better because you love it. Well, the annex is also getting knocked down right now too. So no, I know I heard. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think it's just important to, to have facilities for both recruiting and to make, you know, playing easy and enjoyable and, and easy to work at it and have a, a facilities to work at it. Um, because, you know, obviously all those things take practice, whether it's BP or pitcher development, um, you know, or, or, you know, I, I'm sure how much more time are they going to get on the field without, without having to deal with, with having turf rather than grass and tarps and issues and just how much more enjoyment of that facility will, will be there. And so it's, it's, it's really important. It's really important for recruiting. It's really important to have a top-notch facility and it's, it's important for, for to have a winning team to be able to have again the facilities to do the work that you want to do to, to improve as a team and as a you know on a personal level as a player too so yeah. uh I, i'm really excited about the project and and it's been a long time coming and i'm glad that that everyone was able to step up and, and contribute to make it happen yeah it's a huge project it's a definitely exciting time to be a quaker um mr green do you have anything else before i before i let you go here uh, I, I'll answer anything. I, I got nothing but just to have fun and, you know, recognize how lucky, you know, you are to be playing and how special it is and enjoy literally every second of it because nothing is more fun than college baseball. I mean, I don't play it, but I'm around it pretty much every day and I have a blast too. So I can't, I can't even man, imagine what it's like to play. Everyone, this was Mr. Michael Green, Penn Baseball Alumni Class of 1995, Ivy League champion. Mr. Green, thank you very much. I appreciate your time tonight. Thanks, Hunter. Have a good one. You too. I just want to say thank you again to Mr. Michael Green, class of 95, alumni, and just a tremendous supporter of the baseball program in general. Next week on the show, we may be taking it in a bit different direction. I got to talk to some people and some uh, and Coach Schwartz about some interesting idea that he came up with. So Hopefully we'll be able to put that out next week. If not, then I'll be putting out my interview that I did with freshman catcher Reed Farrell, who was uh, it was great to talk to him, get to know him as this as the fall season went on, um, his first semester on campus. So it'll either be that or some sort of interesting content episode with Coach Schwartz. Thanks for listening, everyone. I hope you enjoyed, and I will speak to you all next week. Quay show on three, one, two, three. Quay show.